Welcome to Code Splitters Podcast. I'm Paul. I'm Mikkel. And I'm Kevin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our next episode. Um, it's the end of the year now, and it is also our 10th episode. So uh, thank you guys for being part of this for 10 episodes now. We're, we're part of the, what is it? Is it the top 1% <laughs> um, statistically for podcasts? So that's pretty cool. Um, and we thought that for this episode, we are going to do sort of a recap of the year. So we're going to be talking about um, what we thought was pretty cool this year, be it new stuff uh, coming to the web platform or just new stuff for us, at least. Um, we're going to talk a bit about projects that we worked on this year, um, exciting or or may maybe there are some horror stories, I don't know. Um, and did we start learning anything this year, new learnings or, or new things that we found exciting or, or new things that we just started learning or plan to learn next year, I guess. Um, and then sort of like what's next for our little uh, corner of the web here, our little podcasts. Um, so we we want to be talking about that as well. Um, but first I want to hear like, um, how is it going with you guys? Um, Miguel, you've been up to anything fun, um, in this weird, weird situation we're in, in Denmark again. Yeah, indeed. Um, no, I don't think I have been up to much lately, actually just, uh, yeah, uh, counting down to the, uh, holiday season uh the the vacation um so uh, we are going uh, skiing uh hopefully in austria so uh, we are looking very much forward to that uh so uh, that's that's been my main main focus lately i i think I, I could imagine. Um, are, are you are you going to celebrate christmas there as well or is it is it uh how how does that work for you yeah we're celebrating Christmas there, and uh, yeah, it's a it's a great way to to celebrate Christmas. Uh, we do that every other year, uh, at least before Corona, right? So, yeah, that's uh, we really we, we love doing that, and it's uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, looking forward to it. Oh, that's nice. I'm a little envious envious of that. That's, that that does sound like the the like it does sound like one of those Christmas uh, um, what do you call it feel good movies you see right where they're like oh yeah let's go to <laughs> let's go skiing for Christmas and the yeah. cabin and everything. Oh, that's nice. It's a great way for a, a guaranteed uh, like snowy Christmas. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I can imagine the kids are loving that. Oh yes, and the big kids too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What about you, Kevin? Anything exciting going on? You're you're not uh, well. I already know sort of that you're not leaving home, but uh, anything else? Yeah. So <clears throat> our original plan was to go to Belgium for a little bit between Christmas and New Year's. But yeah, with all the new Corona stuff and some other things, we've decided not to. Um, which is all right uh, in the way that we'll have a bit more of a relaxed Christmas. It's always stressful traveling for two or three days around that time back and forth um so uh they'll be fine to just stay home and take it easy um and i think we in denmark already had our snow um i don't think we're gonna get it back anytime soon so 
a white Christmas might not be the case. So then, uh, then it's up to Mikkel to, uh, to do that part of Christmas. Yeah. I'll make sure to take pictures. Yes. And oh, then send it to us and then we can look at it during the Christmas dinner and be like, ah, snow. <laughs> yeah. And hate a little on Mikkel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i was i was just gonna say that that actually uh, yeah you, you said it kevin we, we we don't have much snow and the like the forecast for for christmas is is not promising either but at least you had a little snow up north like i, I live further south than than both of you right and and from what i could see you you had more snow than we had like the days like i think what was it last week that you had snow it was like I looked at the wind i was like yeah we have rain and it's it, it was just windy and rainy and yeah that's horrible um but yeah it's the same for me we're not we're not traveling not that we usually do that for christmas anyways um but but we're we were we got into the house last year right right before christmas and we were hoping to have that you know that magical like this is our first house so we're gonna celebrate christmas and then you know everything was on lockdown last year um so we 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 held like online christmas i think we so so as to not be too many people together we we had uh we had like a webcam set up and uh, so we could see each other on the tv and wave at each other and 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 the grandmother mother could see the kids get their presents and stuff like that so it was it was nice still but you know um but this year we're actually uh inviting people and i guess with everyone being vaccinated and stuff like that and most of my family at least the important ones have the their third the, like the booster shot as well um so we're hoping we're hoping that everything is okay for next week. Uh, as as with this season, my kids are coughing and there's not everywhere, but uh, they have been tested. It's not Corona, at least for now. So here's hoping. Um, Fingers yeah. crossed. But but it is a little. It is crazy. I think it's. What sorry, second mate? I'm just saying. Fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed indeed. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. That's that's. I think that's about it uh, for Denmark here. Not that it's going to be about that at all. But it is a little, a little funny that we're in the same situation, sort of, at this time of year as we were last year, more or less. I know it's not a complete lockdown or anything like that, but it sort of feels like it's getting there again. Um, so there's that. But I guess the rest of the world is dealing with that too. Um, yeah. So let's jump straight into the first topic um which is more or less just a recap of this year uh, i mean lots of things happened in web and i know we've already been talking about a lot of them uh during our previous episodes so this is not i, I don't want to do sort of a, you know like go over all the points but if there's anything that stood out to you guys i really want to hear if there's anything that was very impactful to you um or you think will be impactful uh, uh this year or was to the to the web platform um so i don't know yeah let's start with one of you guys i i have a little as well but but i wanted to hear your your opinions here well i uh, i have opinions uh, i have something uh, written down here so i, I think uh, one of the big things for me um, and we have talked about this uh, earlier as well this was definitely uh, container queries uh, landing in uh, chrome canary behind the flag and all that but but still it's uh, really exciting stuff, uh, and it's. Um, I think it will be really, really great when it lands. Yeah, I agree with you. I think um, container queries are like it's. It's a little hard to grasp just what it enables for us, but it's just 
um, it'll just be so powerful, especially with the way we build components. So I'm really excited for that as well. Uh, I know it's 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 probably a ways out still, but you're right. It's sort of you know sort of became more real this year. Um, they definitely took the first step in making it cross browser. Uh, yeah, yeah. They started exactly. yeah, taking the first step. And same with the focus visible stuff, as we recently talked about as well. Um, that's also going the right way in Safari now. Um, so hopefully those things will, will be usable soon in, in projects where I don't have to support too many older versions of browsers. Um, stuff like aspect ratio as well. And those things are uh, Flexbox cap is one of the ones that come to mind for me as well, which I actually used on a project, but we debated it for a while because it's support is not great yet. Um, so that's, that's going to be really nice, um, to not have to do all these fallbacks and polyfills or, or other ways around these things that are so easy to use now. So in, I think in, yeah, in CSS land, I think we're getting, uh, it's been a good year, I think, and hopefully next year will, will be the same and more support for more of these things. Yeah, definitely. I, th- I think we had sort of an episode about this, right? I-, I think another huge thing this year, not not huge by itself, but I think it actually, like we're talking about right now, that that the fact that we're we're like end end of life for for Internet Explorer, right, or that we're not supporting it anymore, at least um um in in at least for us, I know most projects, right, that what we're working with now, luckily we aren't really supporting it anymore um and that itself is of course huge but i think what it sort of brings with it like like we're actually talking about you know like these aspects ra- aspect ratio the gap um container curves etc stuff like that and it's actually within reach now i think that's at least for me this year that has been huge um, um i think and i think i can sort of feel that like when you go over twitter and stuff like that it's not so much as talking about polyfills and where we cannot use things uh, of course these are important still um i know um, but it does seem like it's it's much brighter, and and the browsers um, seem more aligned now. I mean, I mean, it's not like something comes out in one browser and it's going to be years down before it's out in some of the other browsers. Uh, while there still are, of course, Origin trials and in, in, in Chrome and what have you, um, I think I think a lot of the you know broader things are um, are are readily available uh, across all browsers. Um, fairly fairly you know consistently now at least um and i think that's that's been huge this year i really love that um also when we talk about like i think i think that's what we come back to every episode web components um but but you know like also the usage of those <clears throat> has uh, sort of normalized and and there's not this um i would I, I wouldn't say there was spite towards it but it was like it was in this weird state right but i think it's really been adopted you know very heavily all all across the board with with huge things as well um i think the web platform is really really showing its its strengths um this year um if you ask me at least yeah and and to combine those things for a second we me and Mikkel actually talked about on a work meeting the other day is the combination of web components and container queries will actually be very cool because you could, especially if you, you build stuff for cross project or not, yes, not project specific stuff, maybe, or you want to use across different, uh, contexts of pages, uh, or different, even different frameworks. Then 
just having that web component only care about itself. Um, because that's kind of what it's all about, right? Is want to create this isolated component that only cares about itself. Um, and then container queries is going to take that to the next step, I think, for the UI part of it. Because uh, then it doesn't care at all. Am I using being used in like a full-width container or a part of the page? It doesn't really matter that much anymore. Um, so that's going to be super cool as well in that regard. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And also, if you combine that with the uh, Shadow DOM feature of uh, Web Components, then you have uh, the encapsulation as well. So, so the component can can totally not care about the context that is in. It, it only cares about itself and the space that it has available. And yeah, that's really uh, really a good place to be. Yeah, it seems as these um, there has been a lot of these APIs around, you know, web component stuff, right? Right, with Shadow DOM and, and all the other things, and and they're really coming together now. I mean, I mean, some of them have been there for a while, but but now, you know, being, you know, broadly uh, um, implemented and stuff like that, it's really really coming together, and I really enjoy it. And I really enjoy seeing Twitter, uh, uh, you know, w on on these topics as well, right? Because it seems like people are really embracing them and, and being curious about them and they're building really cool things with them. I mean, I mean, um, I think we briefly mentioned it on a previous episode, right? But, uh, you know, at, at Adobe uh, with the new Photoshop and, and, and um, uh, is it uh, Lightroom? I think it's called, yeah, um, being browser-based as, as well. I, I know they're working on it still. It's not feature complete or anything like that, but that is just huge. I mean, that that is... Uh, I think that's a name in web development that everybody knows, and I think it really helps helps the cause as well. Um, and it's not to say that it's not like it's not it's not that web components did everything for them. It, it, web components are their UI layer for most of the things, right? But it's just you know with with uh, uh, web assembly and stuff like that enabling them to do insane stuff. I think that's really the driver there as well. Um, I think it's it's really it's just really a good year for uh, for for web development and the web platform as a whole. Um, so it's just really exciting to see. Sorry. Yeah, it definitely felt like a, an upgrade towards the more modern way of working more than previous years. I've, it feels like at least, um, especially with the yeah, Internet Explorer support dropping. It's a huge load of a lot of our <laughs> minds, I think, uh, when developing. So it felt like a, a very good year for modernizing, um, I would say. Yeah, so also I want to shout out to the uh, OpenUI uh, guys and or group uh, or people uh, so that because they're really doing an awesome job. And uh, I, I think maybe that's also a theme for this year that uh, or maybe the last few years uh, that uh, browsers and large organizations are talking a lot together and, and good at communicating um, and collaborating. Um, and this OpenUI, they are really pushing forward on uh, like making uh, native components um, for example the the tabs components and the uh, custom select drop down and, and stuff like that so it's it's really uh, really really looking good and um, I'm excited to see where we are in a few years we probably have a lot of uh, built-in uh, components so uh, yeah it's really great great times that that's uh, it's funny you mentioned that Michelia because that 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 was like I was so excited when I saw that on Twitter the other day right where they showed the demo of it um, the select right because that that's such a big hurdle I mean web components we can get <clears throat> we can get pretty far 
um, and in implementing these and making them look and feel the way we want and making them, you know, cross you know, framework agnostic, I think is the correct term here. Um, but it, we're still building them from the bottom up, right? We're still trying to mimic whatever. And then there's a lot of accessibility things there. I think that's actually the biggest hurdle in implementing these, um, th- these controls all over again. Um, and, and I, it's going to save us so much when we're able to just style them. I mean, the, the road ahead for this team or, or, or I don't know what is organization, whatever, um, group of people, um, is, is a hard road as well because, you know, they've, you know, people have tried, right? You know, there's the dialogue one. Um, and some of these, all the intents are there. Um, but we as the, as web developers, and, and I might say this as in a hard way, but we're assholes. I mean, it's like here you have this cool new API things, and people are like, but it doesn't have this and this and this and this and this and this, right? It's like we're we're just we're spoiled in in a way, I guess. Um, so I'm really hoping that this strikes the the balance of being um, a good API and extendable in, in in the ways that 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 developers can can do what they need to do. And then, of course, there 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 are going to be edge cases that it doesn't cover, I guess, and that's fine. That's you know, if they if they needed to cover every edge case, um, and we had this standard library with everything in there, it's going to be an insane amount of work and aligning that across browsers. So I think uh, I, I hope they strike that golden middle middle ground, if you may. Yeah, indeed. Right, right. I think I think of course a lot of things happened uh, here and there. Uh, another worthy mention. Um, was uh, was or is, I guess, a native web component support in React now that we're on that subject as well. Um, from the looks of it, that is just amazing. I, I know that the Stencil team and, and others that built, um, what do you call it, component libraries or design systems around web components have built their wrappers or included wrappers for them to work with React. So it's just very nice that they, they don't have to do that anymore and it, it, that it'll be just work out of the box with React. It opens up a lot, um, um, I think. And, and and again, very positive vibes on Twitter from, at least in my feed. Um, um, there has been, over the last couple of years, a lot of back and forth, I guess, a lot of uh, pointing fingers and like, you know, why is React the only one behind and, and stuff like that. But but I think it's it's just, it's really nice what is happening. And, and uh, I think it's good for the platform and the ecosystem as a whole, you know, like, of course, frameworks are frameworks, and and the, there will always be people for and against, and that's fine. But but if we can, if we can um, break down these UI components and have them sit between and just be agnostic, and I think that's that's a win for everybody. I don't I don't know why that would be negative in any way, but uh, so so that's pretty cool. Looking forward as well. Yeah, that is exciting. Yeah, so so um, I wanted to 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 jump into the next section here, um, which is sort of like you know what projects did we work on in 2021? Any new projects or projects that were exciting to us, or you know maybe projects that enabled us to do some of these cool things that we're just talking about right now? Um, and I know for a fact that Kevin and I guess maybe you worked on it as well, right? You you delivered um, this cool ass project uh, this, this year at least. Um, where you didn't use i11 and you could use some of these new cool things and it was a so mighty showcase i would say um so so i really just wanted to touch on you know how how was it working on that yeah um really good <laughs> it's definitely the tldr but uh yeah yeah it's been uh it's been really nice i think uh, we worked on it for 
five, five, almost six months, I think. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was my first, uh, big project without IE support. Um, so I think we've mentioned that in another episode. Uh, so, um, a lot of polyfills or fallbacks that I would usually use could do without. And it's really nice. And using some of the modern stuff, like, uh, I mentioned before, Flexbox cap, which is still very much on the edge of should we actually be using this? But <laughs> we did. Um, since the, the browser versions that we could see the users were using in the months before that we'd have a really good coverage. So we decided to go for it and it's only going to get better. Of course, the, the user base, um, that's up to date with the browser versions. Um, yeah, really nice. Uh, other stuff that wasn't there just yet, like, uh, also almost used the aspect ratio, uh, native CSS aspect ratio property. Um, which has similar support. I think it was a little worse than the Flexbox cap at the time. Um, so we opted out of that one and still used like the padding hack, um, for that. And yeah, just nice. It was, was really nice modern setup. Um, yeah. Yeah. You, you used, um, uh, let me think here, right? Because of it's, it's a, it's a, the site is is not is not an SBA, right? So it's statically rendered, but you're using uh, a combination of web components, and then of course your style layer is Tailwind, if I remember correctly. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah, and then a lot of a lot of storybook usage as well. Yeah, yeah. So for the the stencil web components or the web components part, which is built with stencil, um, um, and that worked really well. Um, I think when you have a Again, probably mentioned it, but if you have a CMS-based site or a, a website that is mostly statically server rendered, and I'm not talking about like SBA server rendered, but actually like backend <laughs> server rendered, um, then then web components is just perfect um, for adding some some dynamic um, components throughout. So that that worked out really well. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was gonna add here um, as well because you're talking about this like enriching, you know, the the, the places you needed with web components, um, and that brought me to to a talk you had this year as well, Miguel, about refactoring. Right? Is that 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 um, um, I can't remember your exact words, but you can, of course, I guess. Um, but, but this whole Maybe. idea of of you know don't just you know use web components for everything, you know, like use it for where you need. You need in like an interactive component or whatever, but if it's just static content, you know, just do the static content in in, in markup, right? Yeah, I think my uh, I can't remember the exact words actually, but it was something about like uh, considering uh, sorry uh, SEO <laughs> and uh, you know performance and and also like uh, use it where it makes sense, right? So that's a tool for every task and. Yeah, not not overusing it uh, because I think my example in the talk was that uh, if you have a hero component uh, with a h1 and a p tag and a image tag uh, and a div around it, you know, uh, there's really and maybe there's a a, a link uh, like a, an anchor tag, right? Uh, there's not really any reason to wrap that in a web component or in a, in any JavaScript component actually because. It just needs to be server-side rendered, and there's no interactivity going on. Uh, maybe if it was a button, 
or something uh, if you needed to have some JavaScript, I don't know, tracking or whatever uh, stuff to happen when you click, that then maybe. But uh, but the the stuff that is important for SEO, like the H1 and the P tag and the image tag, uh, those should definitely be server side rendered. Uh, so I think a good solution to this would be to uh, to slot it in so that so that it's server side rendered and then when the JavaScript loads, uh, then it it can uh, enhance it in that way. So that, then you get the both the the best of uh, both uh, worlds, I guess. So yeah, good old progressive enhancement. Um, but that's like that's that's a key point, right? And and I think that's uh, I'm leaning towards you guys here because you have at least more experience working with this. Like I, I know the basis of it, but but I'm living in this SPA world, right? So so I, I'm living in the other world where, of course, I do things in markup, but at the end of the day, everything's inside a component somewhere because of the way it's rendered. Um, but it's really nice to be reminded about these things. And I, I think it's a, you make a good point, right? With If you do have to enhance it in some way, then do it in a way that doesn't um, prevent CO, right? So yeah, doing the slots part is, is a really good way of doing that. Um, if it's a component that has no value in a CU context, of course, then, you know, maybe go ahead. Um, I think that's a, and just to, not that I'm going to switch all the way back to the recap thing, but, but that's another thing that seemed big this year as well. Um, this thing about, uh, static pages and what have you and, 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 um, progressive enhancements and, and all that sort of stuff. So a, lo- a lot of, I don't know what you want to call them, lips or frameworks or whatever, but tools, at least build tools, uh, have, have, have come up or be, you know, be popularized, um, around this space. Um, I think the latest one being in React Land is this, uh, remix, um, um, and and I admittedly, you know, it's blown up on on Twitter, of course. But but admittedly, I haven't been following too much. But but that is all about you know uh, just statically rendering things as well and being very fast in that. And then you know if you do need some JS here and there, uh, you know it, it's it's there for the bits that you need it for. Yeah, on the the project we delivered and we just talked about, we also had a lot of um a lot of discussions or not discussions, but talks about. Uh, Okay, we have this. We had a, a couple of components that had like a list of something, uh, like persons, for example, and then uh, they wanted a, a filter and a search, for example. And then it's the whole okay, is everything gonna be uh, front end filtered? Uh, but then we lose the CO part, which in this case, if it's like employees, is also kind of important to keep. So we have to kind of find a balance between. Um, rendering the list of of people in this case uh on the back end but then also wrapping it in a a component a js component um that we can then actually filter on the go um so there's definitely some uh that would be a bit easier if you're in a full spa world um to and you just you know get the the array of people <laughs> so to speak if you want to objectify them um and uh uh, you just filter it, but uh, yeah, when you have a statically rendered page, you have to think a bit about the CO as well. You were about to say something before, Miguel. Uh Yes, uh, it's just I, I thought about, and it is again about this uh, recap. Uh, but but it got me thinking. It got me thinking that that there has been a rise lately, also on on tools that focus on performance and and focus on doing the work beforehand. Um, I think of tools like uh, Astro, that it has this, uh, we haven't talked about this on the show, I think, but um, it has this uh, way of uh, 
like it's it's a HTML default uh, by default, and then it makes you think about when the JavaScript is actually needed. Uh, so if it should load on on page load or when you scroll down to it, like if the component is scrolled into view, or yeah, uh, some some other uh, events. But uh, so so it really has this focus on shipping less uh, uh, JavaScript, and also I, I've heard people like uh, bashing a bit on uh, tools like uh, Gatsby because it it's a it's a static site. Uh, generator, but it's also shipping a lot of JavaScript. Uh, so uh, that's that, and you know, it's, I think it's it's a wave that has been like uh, coming, and it's um, I think it's it's healthy to focus on shipping less JavaScript in general. Um, also, another tool I'm thinking about is uh, is Vite, um, this uh, build tool that is really 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 fast. Um, it's on my list for next year to try out. <laughs> so, uh, really exciting stuff. Yeah, there's, um, <clears throat> and I think I think the whole thing with Gatsby and stuff like that as well. I think it's just the natural evolution of these tools. I mean, because and and I I, I do get the the whole sentiment about you know let's let's not put too much JavaScript out there unless you you need things and and if you do you know like progressively enhance them. Um, um, and I think that at least from my memory, like the negative parts here is that even though you render largely a static site for, for, for Gatsby, like it, it included a lot of JS, like it, like the whole re- rehydration bit, I think is, is the, is the thing there, right? Um, and yeah, there, then there, Astro, Astro is, is definitely a cool tool there. And there's Quick as well, recently new player to the field, but, but what they're doing, at, at least from, from what I hear sounds, amazing and 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 quite intuitive as well um in sort of the same space where they're like they they only rehydrate um what you need like really what you need um and they do it in a in a, in a pretty awesome way uh, from what i know i don't know the underlying technology of course it's very advanced um they make it sound so easy though <laughs> which i guess is cool um but yeah. yeah definitely um back to topic here um Mikkel, any any other projects uh, worthy of of of, uh, of a note here? Like, I can't remember. You guys worked on a lot more projects than I do. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, the I, I initially worked on the project that uh, like Kevin uh, worked on as well. I, I did most of the front end setup and the the, the tooling and all that stuff. So, um, and it's uh, the setup is. Uh, pretty much what we have on a lot of other projects, uh, so that's that's nice, and it's working out really well. Uh, so we have this, uh, of course, storybook and uh, and stencil. Um, so I think that's um, that is uh, that's always fun to uh, to get set up. Um, and then uh, I, on that project, I also did some uh, some UI stuff, but that that was not a lot. So um, m- mostly uh, credits to uh, to Kevin, I would say so, but it was fun. Um, I did. I, I of course I worked on a lot of other stuff which I can't uh, remember most of now. But uh, I did. Uh, I did work. I did spend a lot of, of time on another project, uh, upgrading Webpack to from version four to version five, and that was a hassle. <laughs> that was a lot of work. Um, so uh, yeah, <laughs> that was that was fun. Um. Yeah, 
uh, and then I have course. That, that sounds like one of the like a Halloween horror story. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, the the the, <laughs> the, the horror uh, part is is probably uh, like upgrading all plugins and all like the the other like not Webpack itself, but all the stuff that it uses, right? All plugins and and loaders and yeah, it's yeah, it was fun, but not fun. Um, so, uh, I've also spent a lot of time this year, uh, building Angular components, uh, in a, uh, like a component, uh, library for another customer. So, um, also using Storybook and, uh, an Angular latest, or uh, version 12 or something, something I think. So, uh, yeah. So I've also been doing a lot of, uh, testing actually this year. So that has been really nice. Um, also, uh, ah, I I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah. Uh, and also I started, uh, learning, uh, TypeScript, uh, I'm not learning because I knew some of it already, but I, I decided to actually complete uh, a few courses on TypeScript. So that has been also really, really good. Um, so, uh, yeah, I can recommend that. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I was going to say that uh, project-wise, um, and that's just due to the sort of, uh, I guess, consultant I am here because I'm just on the same old project. Um, same old might be a wrong way to, to put it, right? Because we're still doing uh, a lot of awesome things. Um, uh, we we dropped support for IE11 this year as well, um, as I think I've mentioned previously, um, which, which has been huge for us. And then we're we're running a mono repository using NX. Um, so we added another application uh, actually here by the end of the year, we're releasing it next year. Um, so that's a new application from the bottom up that that was not just reuse everything we had before from the others. So we're actually building some new components and we're trying to think a little more about it. Um, we got a new, uh, new we got another UX uh, designer uh, attached to the team as well. Um, um, who has a lot of ideas uh, or ideas or maybe, but uh, very structured ideas about like, you know, we need to clean up and, 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 and normalize this design system we have. And, and that is just, it's been wonderful work. I mean, it's, it's a little out of my comfort zone because we've, I haven't touched it uh, forever on this project. So there are a lot of, I would say ghosts in the closet here. Um, but it's really nice to, to get that cleaned out. And that, that has been, I think, some of my most enjoyable work on this project this year, even though it's it's some of the hard things. But it is sometimes, you know, these hard decisions need to be made, right? So so that's been cool. And and I have um at least for now, Kevin has been onboarded for the project as well to help us out um get to, to you know finish our goals uh, by this year, uh, hopefully. Um so that's been very enjoyable as well. Um this, he hasn't added Tailwind yet, but we do have utility classes that are named suspiciously close to Tailwind. <laughs> That's because you took the naming from Tailwind when you implemented them. Because I don't think I, <laughs> I know. actually added any utility classes yet. <laughs> okay, I added one. You, yeah, I was going to say you added one. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, was, that was just me so joking the, here, but yeah. <laughs> so the naming, that's on you. Uh, yeah, yeah it's that's been, true. It's been, uh, I think, my one of my bigger new things this year although it was definitely now very close to the end of the year but i uh, got onboarded to the project you're working on paul uh, which is my first time working in the angular 2 plus in this case it's already what 13 now yeah. um so i've had uh, quite some experience with angular js uh, in the previous years 
Um, but now finally got to dive into the modern version of that. Um, and also worked a lot more with TypeScript. Um, which I think I actually want to do a mickle on that one and maybe do a course, course on a course, a course on next year. Um, because I, and I think that's why you said as well, Mikkel, at some point is like, I've worked with it now regularly. Um, but I, I think I still miss that like broad base of what am I actually like? What, what is this actually? And how to, uh, properly get started instead of just kind of diving into it. Um, so I think I'll, I'll, uh, ask for a link to that course as well at some point. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's been a bit nice diving into Angular, very different way of working from, uh, what I'm used to, which uh, was mostly view, uh, back, back in the day. Um, so yeah, it's been very nice. And we also got to do some, uh, or now actually we're, we're also doing some, some more updates to the whole design system of that project you've been talking about, which is definitely difficult for a five, six year old project. Um, yeah, it's older than that, but yeah, I think the, the current as long state as of been, the yeah. styling. Yeah. 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 So, so you can imagine a lot, some different developers and a lot of years gone by and, uh, you can definitely see different, uh, approaches in how the styling is set up, uh, between, between components and throughout the, the project. So that's, it's, it's, it's fun, fun. And I really, I love cleaning up stuff like that. So that's been fun as well. I'm I'm really happy that you do because it's it's a godsend. I mean, like I really wanted to do it for for, for so long, um, but 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 as you know, with client projects, right, is that it doesn't always get um, prior you know priority over features and what have you. Like I I think historically this project has and then the client has been very good at at giving us time and and cleaning up and making sure that the project is in a in a good and healthy state, right? Because I think that's very important in an ongoing project as this. Um, but but but. You know, as a developer, you always want to do more, right? So, so there's that, and then that's fair enough. That's fair enough. So, I'm really happy to have you on board and, and doing that as well. It's been a, it's been a, it's been a hoot. Um, I don't know why I used that word. Um, <laughs> anyways, I, I think I think you both, um, um, uh, you know, very good input here. But I think you both mentioned something that I was sort of wanted to segue directly over into our next bit. So, um, you know, have we started learning anything this year or did we learn anything that has been very valuable to us? And, and you know, what do we want to what do we want to learn, you know, going, you know, from here on out? Are there any new new things that caught our eye and, and we're like, you know, I, I, I got to work with that. You know, I like I'm, I'll, I'll leave my life behind and, and start on this. Um, and I think you both mentioned TypeScript more advanced. Um, and I just want to, you know, chime in right from the start here and this topic here is that i've been working with typescript for a long time now as well and i think you you really hit the mark here that you know you work with typescript you know what typescript is and you know you know all the bases of you know interfaces types and 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 all that sort of stuff but but there's just so much depth there as well like like type inference and 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 all these like more advanced topics not that we're probably going to use all of them or anything like that but it it i think it helps uh, understanding these and i've i've started digging around that as well uh a little unsure if i should take a course on it maybe that's actually a good idea maybe i'll jump on that wagon as well 
sometimes it's just a nice way of learning it. Um, I've been looking at, you know, some of these libraries that we pull in the project and use because some of those have some very advanced TypeScript usage. And maybe that's not the best place to start. Maybe maybe I should start a little <laughs> little higher level than that and then, then dive in deeper next time. But, uh, but that's definitely a thing for me, I think, um, to sort of get on the advanced side of things there. Uh, yeah. Any any other things that that you uh, like have prioritized this year, or or you think you've you've got a good grasp on, but but want to dig deeper? Uh, just a, a comment on the the TypeScript. So I, I of course I, I have worked uh, a lot with TypeScript uh, the last year or maybe two or more, but uh, it's, uh, after taking these uh, courses, uh, I can definitely see that there has uh, there's a lot of uh, gaps that has been uh, filled. And uh, now I know uh, more than I did before, <laughs> definitely. So, and also, there's stuff that I I, I didn't know, like that, that can save a lot of time. Uh, so, like instead of like uh, making a new uh, interface, you can just like well, one example I can think of is like using the uh, partial. Uh, I don't know what it's called actually, uh, but it's this uh, built-in uh, function that you can use to to only take some of the properties of uh, of an interface. So that's that's really really nice. Um, so uh, yeah, th- there's a lot of good things, and it's uh, it is also some of it is really really complex. But yeah, it's a uh, it's a lot of lot of good stuff. I would say so. I can uh, totally recommend it. Yeah, I think I'll also uh, definitely dive a big de- bit deeper into to TypeScript. Um, I think I'm in the very same boat as you, Mikkel, uh, or I haven't been using it for, for that long as you, I think. Uh, mostly this year, actually, I've been uh, actively using it since we, we have it now on most, most projects. Um, definitely want to dive a bit deeper into that and learn learn how to use it better. Yeah, apart from that, uh can't really think of anything. I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff happening. You mentioned feed, definitely. I've tried that out in the very beginning when uh, when Evan, you released it, but I uh, haven't really gone back to it in, in quite a while now. So definitely want to see what, what happened there. Um, it's, it's one of those things where um, it's not really used in any project right now and probably not anytime soon, I would imagine. Um or it could be, but not not in the near future. I think um, looks like so. So it's not from from a work perspective. It's not something that's on my radar right now. But definitely want to see what happened there. Um, and then I, yeah, it's not really like uh, things I have I want to learn. But uh, I always follow, of course, the the tailwind stuff very very close. Uh, and the same with storybook. Uh, following all those releases and see cool thing like I think both of those uh, developers and communities are really just cool to follow because they're so uh, they're working at a pretty high speed right now uh, both the Tailwind and the uh, Storybook team uh, so a lot of new stuff happening every month uh, in both those things so that, that's definitely something I'm following close and really fun to see what comes out of that next year as well yeah, I, I I'm also following uh, Storybook and and Stencil and uh, and so on, and it's it's really there's a lot of good stuff coming uh, almost each month, I think. So, and I'm hoping I, I'm crossing my fingers that 
2022 will be the year that we get a like official uh, storebook stencil uh, integration uh, that will be that would be so nice um i think it's it's very much needed but um, yeah let, let's see uh, but otherwise on my learning list uh, as i mentioned already uh, like uh, of course uh, typescript uh, again you can always get better and also uh, vite i'm really hoping to to get some time um, to to try it out and and to maybe implement it uh, in in the projects that we do because i'm i'm probably the one doing most of uh, webpack stuff and and project uh, setup um uh, at work so so it would be so nice to to try out weed and to see if that will actually speed up things and and make it more uh, simple and and better so uh yeah also uh, i'm i have a uh, i have a small dream of getting some time next year to look into uh, astro and try that out it's it's not uh, 1.0 yet it's still early days but i think it's really really interesting uh so uh, yeah that's uh, and also uh, yeah of course testing is also something that i always want to get better at and uh, that's i think that's uh, important important stuff yeah so like <laughs> quality stuff like uh, like testing and typescript i think that goes under the quality umbrella so that's that's always important um so yeah awesome awesome yeah i think um and and i i, I just when you mentioned you know you want to try it Vite and, and astro and stuff like that i was just maybe we, we should we should have a hackathon or something like that that it, it's because I, I don't know about you but but yeah. sometimes um you know when you want to try some of these things out you know like your spare time is like what do what do you want to build with them and you know do you have the time or whatever i think setting up this this like you know meet with your colleagues or other you know, nerds, if you may, in, in in web development here, right? And then then you know, build something that that could be fun. I think you know, help each other out. We we should, depending on Corona, of course, we should see if uh, if uh, <laughs> if we can set that up. That would be nice. Because yeah. uh, I th- I think I want to try out some of these things as well. I think I've actually used Vite. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce that correctly, right? But um, and that's I I've over the summer I did some some I played around with some game development in the browser, which is actually quite fun. Um, and one of the starters there used Vite as well. And I was like, okay, why not use this? So I haven't played around with the configurations of it, just mostly, you know, like how does it work with static files and imports and stuff like that. But it's really, really fast. Mm. Um, and that's just uh, enjoyable to work with in that regard that it's just, I think we all know, you know, build times and stuff like that. It's annoying to wait on them. And especially if things get out of sync and what have you. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that as well. Um, yeah. I think for my own, learning list if you may um i'm i'm leaning towards i want to i want to go a little more into accessibility and not as i think we should always be aware of accessibility and what have you um but it's just like when we're building these more reusable components when we're looking at component you know uh, libraries and, and web components as a whole right i think um really getting it under my skin and 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 getting into this habit of you know you know if if you build this component like is there anything we can all reuse that's there or you know really you know um just just getting more um i guess um what's it called um 
into a habit i think sorry yeah that's yeah i'm fumbling with words here but getting in, into a habit of you know just like okay so i'm building this you know got to remember all the key bindings got to remember all this um and not overdoing it of course but but uh, and i think as of late uh looking into repositories of others building component kits and what have you has been like a, a good experience like you know okay there's there's this you need to think about and it's actually fun to see people tackling these issues in different ways um so that's that's big on my list um i'm going for it as well and and you know that that i want to want to learn and want to look into um and then there's just a soft skill part of it, uh project management wise getting a little better at, at managing time there i think um I've, I've tried it a few times now having other developers on the team as well um i sound a little spoiled right just sitting in my own little world but it's very nice to get other developers in looking at your code giving feedback and, and all that sort of thing but it also sort of um surfaces some of the issues that has been with the code base for a while now you know i don't see it it's like if i need this code i sort of remember where it is right but but there's definitely things to learn there and how do we onboard people correctly uh, or at least make that 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 procedure less painful um so so that's also on my list um and i think a very important one even <laughs> um you've both sort of been onboarded to the project by me <laughs> Yeah, that's how it is. Sorry, when you've that's been the lone frontender for so long, and then suddenly people join your team, you need to consider others. No, it's uh, you've done a good job of onboarding. Uh, it's also a very well set up and structured project, so that helps a lot. Uh, apart from maybe some of the styling areas, as we talked about before, but that's of course not your fault. Um, but but yeah, the project itself is is very well structured, and it's uh, it's been fun. It's been a blast. It's also a very big project, so it's. I was actually surprised if I found my way around it easier than I thought I would. So um, that's uh, definitely props to you for that one. I note that down. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. and uh, yeah, now that we're talking about your project, I think there's a big thing uh, missing from Mikkel's list for next year's, which is uh, RxJS. Don't you want to do a course on that? <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, I probably should. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see if I have time. Uh, you can uh, you can put it in the stream and take it as the next item. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. uh, that was a horrible, horrible try at an RxJS joke. But yeah, um. <laughs> cool, cool. Um, I think next up is like. It's like that. It's a bit more uh, looking in towards our own project here. The project being the podcast, which we have like we're on ten episodes now, and and we're having woohoo. a lot of fun doing it. Are we pros at this? No. Um, yeah. Woohoo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but but I think I think I wanted to go over like like looking forward. You know, we we definitely want to continue doing this, um, and I think I hope we're getting getting a little better at this like structuring ourselves um but but i you know i wanted to talk a little bit about just you know what's next for us because um now we've been doing this for i guess a little over a year but it's 10 episodes right for for this year i guess um and going forward we are looking into i think we want to have guests on i think you know between us i think we're we're having fun and and we have a, a lot of good talks but um, we want to draw on, on the you know I, w I would say community, but we want to draw on other people and I think other expertise areas as well um, to get some some cool things going. 
Um, so um, we won't make any promises because we need to plan this out and test it out. Um, but we definitely want to have guests on next year as well, um, going forward, uh, to bring in some spice to uh, to our already spicy hot pot of of web development talks and rants and what have you. Yeah, there are, there are so many exciting people out there, and uh, we should definitely uh, try and get so many on them as we can. Uh, so yeah, I'm really excited for I'm excited for for next year and. Having a lot of exciting guests, um, talking to them and learning from them. Uh, so yeah, yeah, definitely same here. Um, and we even at the company itself, of course, uh, still gonna try to get some some other people from from around Denmark or further even. Um, but even in the company we work at already, there's a lot of different uh, different skill groups. Uh, UXers, designers are the First, that uh, comes to mind in the front end world where you work pretty closely with. Uh, definitely think we've been talking a lot already this year about going more into this soft skill area of, uh, and talking about design and UX and how it links to front end and how to do collaboration, uh, between us and then all the sorts of things. So it will be really cool to, to get some, some of these different, uh, people on the show and uh yeah of course we'll also do all the technical stuff as well um but it'll be nice also to branch out a little bit into to other areas next year yeah and maybe uh, if you uh dear listener uh, have some suggestions for guests that you would love to have on our show uh, then maybe send a suggestion on on our twitter account and then uh, let's see if it is possible Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. We're we're on there as well. <laughs> no, that's that's a good point. Actually, yeah. Any suggestions, or even if you wanna wanna be on here yourself, uh, you know, reach out. Uh, we we always wanna wanna talk to to other people and and broaden our network also in 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 the world of web here because it's uh, I think it's a lovely community. Um, and I think we should all share and what we have and, and and talk about what's possible and what we're working on and and you know if we can help each other in that way. Um, I'm all for it. Um. And yeah, um, maybe maybe even do a spin-off of, you know, like, I don't know, build systems and gardening. Who knows? <laughs> it could yeah. be a whole new thing for us. Have you thought about that? <laughs> I'm not sure how to combine those, but yeah, um, sure. See, that's a challenge, I think. Um, that's uh, that's homework for next time, Megan. Yeah. <laughs> Um, anyways, I think we're at the end of today. Um, so I really just want to wish everybody a happy holiday because we're getting very clear, uh, very clear, very close to that. Um, and, uh, and I hope uh, that uh, the world doesn't go under. Um, but, uh, but let's see on the other side of New Year's because you, know, you never know. But at least I guess uh, working from home uh, uh, works for us now. So we learned that. I think we forgot to mention that, but everybody learned that in some way or the other. Um, yeah. So that's it. Happy holidays and see you next time. Yeah. You Happy holidays, everyone. Happy holidays. And you guys. <laughs> and and uh, yeah. May the next year bring us even better episodes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Code Flitters podcast. If you like this episode, 
please share it with your friends or add a review in your favorite podcast player. You can also find us on Twitter at Codesplitters or on our website, codesplitterspodcast.com. Until next time, take care.